Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CAF America Radio Network, a production of the Charities Aid Foundation of America. As the leader in global giving, CAF America offers more than 20 years of experience and expertise to corporations, foundations, and individuals who wish to give internationally and with enhanced due diligence in the United States. Through its industry-leading grant management programs and philanthropic advisory services, CAF America helps donors amplify their impact. This show is dedicated to these donors and the charities they support. CAF America is uniquely positioned to serve as the bridge between these important partners and transforms vision into meaningful action. Guests on the CAF America Radio Network are leaders in their field who share tips for success and stories that inspire. Our host is Ted Hart, the CEO of the Charities Aid Foundation of America. This is a live call-in show. Add your voice by calling 914-338-0855. After the show, you can find all of our podcasts at CAFAmerica.org. Don't forget to dial 914-338-0855. Now, welcome the host of the CAF America Radio Network, Ted Hart. And welcome here to the latest edition of the CAF America Radio Network. This is Ted Hart, and I'm coming to you live from the national headquarters of the Charities Aid Foundation of America, CAFAmerica.org. First up on today's uh, show, I want to welcome back uh, to the show John Holm, who is the Senior Director Business Development, Marketing, and Communications at CAF America. Uh, John, we've got a big day coming up here in the United States. Tell us all about the Day of International Giving. Yeah, I think you're assuming, uh, referencing the Day of International Giving, and uh, we're very excited about it. Essentially, the Day of International Giving is something we're looking at that supports a story that's not being told within the corporate community. Uh, As you know, it's the giving season, and there's many companies out there doing a lot of giving, but there's a lot of companies doing a lot of international giving as well. And what we're doing with the Day of International Giving is making a, a sincere uh, marketing platform to tell, let these companies share their story and their voice of all the work they're doing internationally. Uh, what what we're doing, day? Ted, is what, we're what's working. What's the actual day, John? What's the actual day? Sorry, the actual day. Great question. December tenth, two thousand thirteen. That's, That's the terrific. Start. And and what what are we hoping that uh, corporations will do on December tenth? Well, what we're hoping is that companies will actually donate or give money on that day to a charity uh, around the world, somewhere internationally. So, for example, our U.S. companies would be giving money to a charity overseas, and then we'd be able to tell their story of what they're doing overseas. So a charity of their choice, and they may be giving uh, money internationally throughout the year, but, but choosing to make a gift that day to highlight this sort of collective opportunity to draw attention to international giving. Absolutely, 100% correct. To highlight really the difference they're making around the world, the difference they're making to the greater community, and to tell that story which is so integral in the world right now. International giving is one of the fastest growing forms of philanthropy in the United States, so this seems a timely opportunity to draw attention with the Day of International Giving. Absolutely. It's extremely timing. Uh, what we're finding, Ted, is that with, with top companies who are starting to, to be more globally minded, that this is something that they're starting to do, and they're very happy that CAF America is providing the platform 
uh, for them to have that voice uh, to share of what they're doing, not only in the United States, but on a global proposition. And uh, we're John, very excited can, to be the intermediary for that. Oh, that's great. John, where can our listeners get information on the Day of International Giving? Yeah, great question. I think it's, it's very easy to find. It's, it's cathamerica.org slash dig, Day of International Giving, dig, catchy title. Uh, that's it. That will take you straight to the page, and there you'll be able to get uh, a rundown of the Day of International Giving, what it means, and our celebration of growth here at Calf America. Well, John, I'm glad you were able to join us today. Lots of time for corporations throughout the United States to make their plans to draw attention to their great work uh, around the world on the Day of International Giving. That's John Holmes, Senior Director of Business Development, Marketing Communications at CAF America. John, thanks for joining us here on the CAF America Radio Network. It was my pleasure, Ted. Thanks for having me. Terrific. The uh, the main uh, topic for today, of course, is global philanthropy. I am pleased uh, to have here live in our studios, all the way from London, uh, Jane Arnott is here. She has spent the last 20 years working to strengthen the civil society sector and has significant experience in grant-making, policy, and organizational development, strengthening membership organizations, direct service provision, and infrastructure support. Jane Arnott joined the CAF, or the yeah, CAF the Charities Aid Foundation in the UK in 2010 as Senior Advisory Manager for Charities and Grant Making, and later, and now the topic of our conversation uh, today, uh, in 2012, she became the head of the CAF Global Alliance, and the CAF Global Alliance provides significant opportunities for uh, coordinated global philanthropy. Her role involves working with CAF's various offices uh, around the world, including our partnership here at CAF America, but also including Australia, Brazil, Bulgaria, India, Russia, Southeast Asia, and Southern Africa. Don't worry about uh, keeping track of all of those locations because uh, Jane and I are going to be talking about those details today. And her role is to help develop global leadership in philanthropy, philanthropic services and thought leadership uh, throughout the globe. So welcome here, live here at the CAF America offices, Jane Arnott. Thank you, Ted. It's good to be here. Jane, this topic is so timely. Uh, we just had John Holm here on the show talking about the Day of International Giving. Global philanthropy is of great interest to corporations, foundations, and individuals throughout the world. Um, let's take one step back before we start talking about this, the global opportunities and just give us a, a little bit of a background on the Charities Aid Foundation itself. Well, Charities Aid Foundation originated in the UK, and, and the function of CAF um, has been in existence since uh, the 1920s. So it's a, a well-established uh, organization, and we've been incorporated in our own right um, as an organization since since the 1970s. Um, and the, the mission of CAF um, that we share with our, our offices around the world is motivating society to give ever more effectively, transforming lives and communities around the world. And that's really about um, supporting people and organizations to give to, to civil society and to, to philanthropy in a tax-effective way, so helping to maximize the financial value of people's donations, um, but also in an effective way in terms of that their giving is effective, that they're thoughtful in their giving, they're giving to impactful organizations. So again, maximizing the, the impact value as well as the financial value of the gifts. That's terrific. And ba starting back in the, 
early 1990s, CAF uh, decided to take its good works and expand around the world. Um, talk to us a little bit about or give us uh, some insight into that global scope. Yeah. So, as you say, we started in N92 um, with our, our setting up our offices outside of the UK. So we started with, with yourselves in CAF America. And the remit of CAF America was then very much as it is now to support American donors to give overseas in a tax-effective way. So encouraging people and supporting people to give safely and tax-effectively. And I think you know, the safety of giving is a key factor for all of our offices. And, and when I talk about safety and giving, I mean about organizations and individual donors being able to give to NGOs that they know are genuine organizations that are reliable and that will use their funds effectively for, for local impact. Um, and following the U.S., we also set up in, in Russia, where our remit was very much about supporting the development of philanthropy and civil society in Russia. And we have a similar remit in countries such as India, South Africa, Bulgaria, and Brazil. Um, we have an office in, in Australia that we started in the, the later 90s um, that's very focused on supporting the corporate giving in Australia. And in Southeast Asia, we're based in Singapore, and really that's around supporting people to give within region in Singapore. Well, philanthropy is growing around the world. It's uh, in its infancy in so many uh, parts of the world. This expertise that CAF brings uh, around the world is, is the basis of, of much of the safety that you mentioned uh, of giving in parts of the world that maybe don't have the long history of philanthropic support that the U.K. and the U.S. has. Absolutely. So when we look at countries such as India or Russia or Brazil and, and to a certain sense South Africa, um, you've got situations where you have a civil society sector, but often it's it's growing, you know, it's it's come from perhaps post communism or, or kind of restrictive regimes post apartheid and civil society hasn't been able to thrive in the way that it will have done in, in places such as the US and the UK. So there's a role for CAF in those countries in bringing together, you know, the, the emergent civil society with also the, the developing wealth. So you have this kind of uh, perfect storm, if you like, of, of civil society growing up and, and having the freedom to operate at the same time as, as personal wealth is growing as well, both in terms of high net worth individuals, so the very wealthy, but also in terms of the growth of the middle classes. And people wanting to, to give and to support um, local society through through civil society organizations. So in those countries in particular, CAF has played a really strong role in, in bringing together NGOs and donors um, in helping each to understand the other. Um, and CAF operates in a somewhat of a unique position and working with both NGOs and donors. We can help each understand the other's perspective and, and, and um, help them to, to work together effectively. Um, and as you say, that in, in some of these countries, there's not strong regulation um, around NGOs as that you might have in, in the US or, or the UK. Um, so people sometimes lack confidence um, in giving. You know, there's a lot of organizations out there. There's perhaps been a couple of high-profile scandals um, around, around um, NGOs. So people want that degree of, of confidence um, and that they're giving to, to a strong organization that will use their donation effectively. And each CAF office operates a, a validation process 
that ensures that the, the organizations that they give to, that they help donors to, to pass funds to, are genuine organizations that are effectively run. So we look at the legal issues in terms of, you know, have they got all the right documentation in place? Do they have the right registrations in place? Do they have the right governance and accounting procedures? But also we look at the, the strength of the organization. Is this a viable organization that it's safe for a donor to give to? Well, and, and, and I think it's so easy for us when we're in the U.S. or U.K. established uh, uh, democracies that, that have long histories of philanthropy to say, well, of course, that, that would be the case and, and you would want that to, to, uh, to take place. But as you said, the standards of vetting charities and holding them to standards on behalf of donors um, is a vital service that um, speaks across the globe and gives emphasis to this global alliance. Absolutely. And the thing obviously you need to bear in mind is that people and organizations are giving their money. You know, they're giving their own money. Um, and from a personal perspective, if, if you're a donor and you're giving money, clearly that's important to you to know that it's going to, to a good organization that is going to use that money to achieve the change that you're looking to happen. Um, but also from a, from a corporate donor perspective, there are, there are much wider issues as well around reputation. Um, often corporate donors like to, to talk about the kind of things that they're supporting. It helps their employees to engage in their, in their philanthropic work and their corporate social responsibility. It helps communicate their values to their, their customers and their suppliers. So they need to be confident that the organizations they're giving to are not only genuine, but they have a strong reputation that will support the corporates in achieving their, their philanthropic mission um, and not create reputational problems for the, for the company as well. So from a multinational company perspective, um, or even from a local company perspective, that, that safety and that validation is important. And we're and increasingly finding... Yeah, go sorry, ahead. No, so we're increasingly finding multinationals in particular that may be U.S. or U.K.-based are looking to give globally because as they're expanding into new markets, employing staff, um, developing their, their business and local basis, um, they're looking to, to expand their CSR out to those countries as well. And particularly if they're environments where they're not familiar with working, um, it's important that you know, they have a, a partnership on the ground with an organization such as CAF that can help them navigate um, the civil society space, um, the social issues, and the giving environment locally. Yeah, and I was just going to say, un unfortunately, around the world, there are uh, organizations that look and, and very much feel like a charitable nonprofit NGO uh, organization, but simply are not, and the money is going in the, the pockets of some local person. And so having the ability to sort that out and to, as you said, not only protect the philanthropic dollars, but also the reputation of the donors, whether they be individuals, foundations, or corporations, becomes such an important part of the overall work. Uh, Jane, I, I don't want to get too parochial here, um, but uh, given the fact that uh, here on the CAF America radio network, um, principally our audience are donors here in the U.S., corporations, foundations, and individuals, could you describe a bit um, the, from the perspective of the CAF Global Alliance and, and in this uh, factor of global philanthropy, uh, the relationship between CAF America and CAF UK? Of course. Um, you know, many many of the, the multinationals that, that we work with are, are U.S. or, or U.K.-based. So um, they may have offices all around the world, but quite often the, the parent organization is in the U.S. or the U.K. So it's important that we... Um, 
try to be joined up in terms of the way that we work with those organizations. So several of our clients um, in the UK are shared clients in, in the US and, and vice versa. So we endeavor to ensure that we have good communication between the offices um, to provide a, a more joined up, cohesive service to those, those clients. We also support people from both the UK and the US perspective in being able to give transnationally, so both CAF America and CAF UK, because of the tax laws in our country are able to support um, domestic donors to, to give overseas. Um, and so we might find sometimes that that involves CAF America supporting US-based donors to give to the UK um, and vice versa. So there is a, a close relationship in terms of supporting corporate donors, um, both in terms of the, the kind of organizational um, CSR or, or corporate philanthropy structure, if you like, in terms of having a, a common relationship with, with staff that are working in the, in the corporate to support their, their strategy, but also from a, a transactional perspective to, to make donations between the two countries and more globally. Um, and to have a discussion with them about, for example, where it's best to do that giving from, dependent upon their organizational structures, um, how their, their CSR funds are held and distributed. Um, so we're trying to find solutions that are the best solutions for the corporates within the within the CAF um, functionality that we can provide. And, and Jane, this is this has always been somewhat of a uh, of an issue, or at least for the past couple of decades, for a very small number of truly transnational organizations. But this is a growing trend. Um, that the complexity of the relationships and the, the desire to not only um, have tax-effective uh, giving in multiple countries, um, but also to do it in a very smart and impactful way at the same mm -hmm. time that you protect your reputation, um, is adding even more value to the capacity for, uh, let's say in particular, CAF UK and CAF America uh, to join forces and to provide joint, in some cases joint, services uh, to some of these global companies. Absolutely. Um, I think we're finding, you know, as, as the as the balance shifts a little um, in the global economy, shall we say, um, and increasingly, you know, people are working from from places like India and setting up setting up offices and infrastructure in India and in African countries, um, in in South America. Um, we are finding that that corporates are being much more joined up in terms of their, their philanthropy and their corporate social responsibility. I think that's partly sort of growing global footprints. I think it's also partly the, the global financial crisis that's forcing people to think a bit more strategically about how they use their, their limited philanthropic funds. So it's really important that you know we provide a joined up solution for them as well and are able to look at the big picture in terms of how we can support corporates to, to give globally. Um, and some of the things that we might look at, for example, um, are if they want a, a global partner or a global theme around their giving, how do we help them to identify locally based NGOs that they can work with um, to support that kind of common corporate giving theme. Um, and often that's about engaging their, their employees at a, at a kind of core central level to the company. So rather than having different pieces of, of corporate philanthropy going on in different countries, they're trying to be much more joined up and, and seamless about it. So all staff can feel bought into the, the company's approach to philanthropy. Um, and that can that can involve then, you know, identifying locally based NGOs that fit in with that corporate theme. 
patients. So we're finding increasingly corporates wanting to be um, more more joined up, more strategic, more seamless in their philanthropy, but at the same time having a, a local presence, a local face to that philanthropy that their staff can engage in. So seeing it very much as a means of um, engaging employees, which we know has, has positive benefits in terms of staff morale, performance, retention, and recruitment as well. So it's requiring us to be more flexible um, and more engaged, uh, both with our corporate clients and with each other, in terms of finding solutions that I say that are the right solution for that particular client. Because although we can spot some trends um, in the way that people are working, there's also lots of individu individuality in, in, in approaches as well. Jane, we're going to take a, a very brief break, and when we come back, I want to just explore with you the kind of professional services uh, that it takes on both sides of the Atlantic and around the world uh, to make truly global philanthropy possible. And we'll be right back here on the CAF America Radio Network with Jane Arnott. You've been listening to the CAF America Radio Network. Tell all Remember, our podcasts and archives are always available 24 hours a day at CAFAmerica.org. If you're listening today, our phone lines are open. Call in and ask a question by dialing 914-338-0855. Now, back to the CAF America Radio Network and our host, Ted Hart. And we're back here live with uh, Jane Arnott, uh, the head of the CAF Global Alliance. Jane, what kind of professional services does it take in this, this true shift, as you said, that, uh, that we're seeing over the last uh, just few years uh, to a desire to have truly global philanthropy? I think, um, you know, what, what we provide is, is advisory support. Um, and also some, some transactional support. So um, from an advisory side, it's very much about the, the strategy, so helping people to think through, and again, very much from a, looking at a corporate client perspective, what is, what is it that you're trying to achieve through your philanthropy, and how does that fit with you as a business in terms of your relationship with your, with your employees? And we, we spoke a little bit before the break about employee engagement with your suppliers um, and your supply chain and with your customers and, and wider stakeholders. So quite often there is some, some very detailed, um, thoughtful, thought-provoking, sometimes challenging conversations with, with companies around what they really want to achieve and really helping them plan out a strategy for their, for their corporate giving that meets those objectives that, that serve both a, a, a philanthropic benefit but also a, a business benefit and I think we should not be apologetic about that because I think having um, a business benefit to philanthropy really helps embed philanthropy within an organization and, and make it sustainable within the business rather than it being a, a nice to have or an optional extra. Um, so there's, there's that kind of strategic uh, advisory consulting facilitation um, skill that, that we provide and, and that enables us to, to work with companies. We also provide um, various models for um, holding funds, um, for payroll giving, for donor advised funds or, or trusts or company accounts, depending on, on where you're based and the language that you use. So there is a, a skill there in terms of um, being able to structure services 
um, and products and services that meet the needs of clients and provide the solutions that they need. Um, and that involves, you know, some some creativity, some um, innovation, but also some some good solid business management administration, financial and legal skills to be able to structure things such as donor advised funds or, or company accounts um, for forgiving um, that maximize the tax benefits um, available for, for corporate donors whilst providing security over those funds and ensuring that they are available for philanthropic purposes. And having – go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, in terms of the distribution of funds, there's also a, a high level of, of skill and experience required to um, ensure that the funds, as we've talked about, are going to safe places. So, you know, we have staff with good understanding of the NGO sector, um, with an understanding of the, the kind of structures and, and legalities of setting up and, and running NGOs and, and strong analytical skills so they can look at the documentation that's provided by NGOs so they can they can inquire and, and research into them to ensure that we're giving to, to robust and sound organizations. And, and the value for CAF America donors, corporations, foundations, uh, and individuals to work with an organization like CAF America that has the capacity to interact with offices on six continents um, yeah. adds an extra level of uh, expertise and security to those global philanthropy efforts. Absolutely. I mean, we have we have our offices, on, as you say, on on six continents in in nine countries altogether, and they obviously have a very strong understanding of the of the sector um, and of the issues in that country. We we make a point, um, and it's a very deliberate value that we bring to our work, of employing um, local staff within those offices. So you know, each of our offices is is run and, and managed by local staff that really understand the culture, the community, the sector. Um, in the country, um, and so have that um, that relationship with with NGOs and, and donors that that can be very close and, and very honest and clear and, and and have a good understanding of what's going on. We also um, through through other organisations such as the the Worldwide Initiative for Grantmaker Support, um, also known as Wings, have contacts in other countries. So um, where we need a little bit of additional support, perhaps in a country where we don't have um, our own office, we have a, a very um, wide range of, of organizations that we can link into um, for further support if necessary. And, and Jane, in, in uh, thinking about those, uh, the offices and the, the expertise that's uh, available um, around the planet, this, this gives comfort uh, to those who have responsibility uh, within corporations or, or for their own funds that, uh, as you said, these are not expats uh, from one country that have been deployed around the world, yeah. um, but are local experts um, in not only their own country, but in their own regions. Absolutely, absolutely, and I think you know there is a lot that that we can do from the UK, from the US. I mean, the the internet is a wonderful thing um, in terms of being able to do research and, and get information. But there is quite often um, no substitute for for local knowledge and local understanding that can directly engage with an organisation, um, particularly if we've got. Um, 
concerns about something or queries or there's perhaps um, a challenge around around language and communication, having local staff that can help us really kind of interpret um, the issues is, is really, really useful. So, for example, you know, we might look at some documentation from a, from a sort of Western civil society perspective, if you like, and think it looks peculiar because it doesn't follow the models that we're used to, um, whereas our local staff can really help us say, well, actually, that's, that's what you would expect to see locally because the legislation is X or Y or, or you know, that's good practice against local standards. So it helps us get a sense of um, what is what are the real issues to be concerned about and where are the things that might look different but actually don't give us any cause for concern at all because they are perfectly, you know, within and perhaps potentially even best practice in, in a local level. That's great, Jane. It has been wonderful to be with you and to have this opportunity to highlight global philanthropy. Uh, in our final uh, minute here on the show, uh, just sort of uh, round out the show here by just giving us um, uh, your view of global philanthropy and the CAF Alliance. Well, I think global philanthropy is a really exciting space to be working in at the moment. Um, I think we're seeing lots of, of development and innovation, people being more strategic, more joined up, and also looking at new models. So um, people perhaps moving from, from just addressing uh, immediate issues to looking more at strategic um, causes, um, problems, you know, going, going to the root cause of an issue and trying to address those, and also looking at things like venture philanthropy and and impact investing um, and seeing what the opportunities are to, to approach perhaps some deep-rooted, um, difficult social issues from a different way. So I think we're going to see lots more interesting developments in the, in the global philanthropy space in the coming years. That's great. Jane Arnott, head of the CAF Global Alliance, global philanthropy expert here on the CAF America Network. You've been listening to the CAF America Radio Network. Tell all your friends and colleagues to check out our production schedule. Sign up for our free newsletter and download our iPad and iPod-friendly podcasts at capamerica.org. Thanks for listening to the CAF America Radio Network.